and welcome once again to Pete Cook's Jazz Corner. In this episode, episode 27, I'm going to expand a bit on the diminished stuff that we began looking at in episode 25. So if you haven't listened to episode 25, where we introduced the concept of diminished chords, it may be an idea to go back and listen to episode 25 now and then come back to episode 27. If you did listen to episode 25, you may remember that I used a kind of vamp tell ready sequence to demonstrate diminished chords functioning as a very slick passing chord that gives us chromatically ascending bass lines. The example I gave went C major 7th, C sharp diminished 7th. We jazz musicians tend to uh, dispense with the word 7th and call it just diminished chords. So uh, C major 7th, C sharp diminished, D minor 7th, G 7th. And um, it's a kind of vamp till ready sequence think that a, a normal sort of vamp tell ready type thing would be one six two five this sort of thing and in actual fact that's exactly what's going on here with the diminished chord we are actually going one six two five albeit the sixth chord is in first inversion that's to say the a seventh is uh, is starting on c sharp and the c sharp diminished is functioning as notes three, five, flat seven, and flat nine of an A seventh flat nine chord. So there's our one chord, six, with the diminished chord there. You think you can hear that that's a dominant seventh flat nine chord. Then we have our two and our five. I'll play that again, there's our one chord. Okay, now over an A rather than over a C sharp, you should hear that that is in fact a dominant seven flat nine chord. There's our two and there's our five. We chose uh, to go C, C sharp, D. That gave us that slick chromatically ascending bass line. You may have heard this, thinking about it, George Gershwin used a, this, this very concept actually in uh, I think it's an American in Paris where you've got this kind of thing. It's exactly the same thing, where he's going one, six, two, five, but using a, a diminished. So there's our one. There's the diminished arpeggio over six. Work on the five as well if we want. So, a good way that you might like to think of this so that you can use diminished arpeggios in your improvisation is that if you are going to choose to use a diminished arpeggio to improvise over a dominant chord uh, that's, that's going towards a chord whose root lies one step further around the cycle you could maybe think of playing the diminished arpeggio or the diminished chord, a semitone above the root note of your dominant chord, or you might like to think of it 
as being built on three, built on five, or built on flat seven of the dominant chord over which you're improvising. I'll just run that by you again. Let's say, for instance, we are improvising over a C seventh, okay? As a C seventh, we could choose to play a diminished chord built on three of C seventh, that's to say E diminished. Okay, or we could choose a diminished chord built on the fifth of C seventh, that's to say uh, G diminished. Or a diminished built on flat seven of C seventh. Or a diminished chord built on flat nine, or if you prefer, a semitone above the root of uh, C seventh. Hope that makes sense. It's a very useful tool. And a good way of practicing this is to use a play along and improvise on nothing except the dominant chords. Just tass it on everything else, and then when you get to the dominant chords, practice playing diminished arpeggios over them, diminished ideas. Obviously, with diminished arpeggios being symmetrical, you can play all sorts of patterns. Those things like that. The, I guess the, uh, the sky's the limit with that. One thing I will say is that by their symmetrical nature, sometimes if you play patterns, it gets boring quite quickly. So, um, but you be the judge, you be the judge. For my money, the best example of a diminished arpeggio being used over a dominant chord is in the second eight bar section of the bebop tune called Ornithology. And I'll see if I can play that through for you now and illustrate exactly what I mean. Okay, here we go. There's plenty of good vocabulary in this. So, study away. I'll let you know when the bit that interests us is coming up. Okay, here we go. A two, three... Okay, in the bars 9 through to 16 there, there was um, a perfect example of diminished arpeggios being used over dominant 7th chords. Look at the PDF guide that comes with this podcast. You can download the PDF guide by visiting the appropriate podcast page at my website, which is www.petecooksax.com www.petecooksax.com Download the PDF guide there and you'll see that written out so you can see exactly what's going on there. And I do encourage you to really, you know, have fun practicing these things. They're, um, it's, a, it's a fun technique to get you... It, it's a first step into extension land, if you like. It's an easy way to start making yourself play um, altered extensions, albeit only the flat and ninth. But it's a, it's a good first step into extension land. That's just about where I'd like to leave it for today. 
Um, we will develop this subject even further in subsequent podcasts. But um, I hope you've enjoyed today, learned something from it. So until next time, keep it swigging.